Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Decided to sleep in? Missed your favorite morning show? Yeah, don't worry. It's the Morning After Podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With their pre-owned personal shopper, your requests will be personally handled by their team of salespeople, sales managers, and vehicle buyers, meaning you got someone looking out for you the whole way. And with Easy Peasy Loan Approval, they've got you taken care of in a way that doesn't require a social security number or trigger a credit inquiry. So go check them out, Treasure Valley Subaru at the Idaho Center. Now, for Nick and Big J. Take it away, boys. Oh, Good morning, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to the last day of March, baby. It is the 31st. It is a Thursday. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Oh, quick follow up to yesterday. Uh, the ear popped itself as I slept last night, as I woke up, and now it Weird. is fairly normal. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Now, did you have your. Oh, well, you've been sleeping weird, so it wasn't like you had your, your ear on a pillow. Kind of situation. My ear on a pillow. Did you have your head on the pillow on the in the in the ear that was not popped? Is what I'm Listen, saying. I, I am uh, I am getting terrible sleep, so I'm tossing and turning every every single night. So I'm guessing at some point, yes, it was it was uh, I was on both sides of my body and my back uh, throughout the uh, the last couple of perhaps months. some sort of bug ran out of your ear, and you, that's you what it joke, was. but I'm not kidding. I I have I had that <laughs> irrational fear. That's an irrational fear that we've developed here on the morning after. Yep. It's all because of we're going to hell. I, yeah. I, that was, I, I'm not kidding. It was probably my second thought. I was like, oh, that's weird. My ear popped for no reason. And then I was like, oh, my God, what crawled in there and died? I didn't even think about that yesterday when we were talking about it. I, I didn't want to bring it up, but uh, believe me, it was a thought that was in my head. Gotcha. Uh, but no, I can honestly say that uh, it, nothing ever fell out of my ear. It just, I guess, popped overnight. So sometimes, Big J, problems solve themselves. Yeah. You know? And so I say thank you for all the advice, and thank God I didn't have to do whatever an ear candle is. Because, again, I watched the videos, and it frightened me. <laughs> uh, we wish you a happy Thursday today on the show. Uh, Big J has a nerd alert for you, mm-hmm. so prepare yourself yeah. for that. We also have a chance for you to go to the Shine Down Pretty Reckless Diamante show. At Extra Mile Arena, that show is Saturday evening, S-A-T-U-R-D-A-Y night. And so we got a couple of chances for you to enjoy that over the course of the program. I have a, a story that I want to tell you uh, revolving around pop culture, and then oh. uh, an old friend. It led an old friend to say hello to you, Big J. And I will bring that up uh, in just a few minutes as well, as it's a story that may interest you only you and I. But it was uh, Those it's are too the good best not to stories, share. If you ask me, <laughs> it's too good not to share. Uh, and so we will talk about that. Plus, we have other fun and excitement on this very Ooh, show. Fun and excitement. That's the goal. Oh, hey, and I finally I watched an episode, a new episode of something, Moon Knight. Oh, you night. ended up watching yeah. it? Yeah. I didn't even do that. How was it? It's great. It's just like advertised. Weird, funny. So it sucked you right in. Uh, well, yeah. You will continue watching it. It depends on how long they run with something. Well, you we know, can talk about that. Well, no, we can't because I haven't seen it. Oh, okay. Uh, well, we'll have to wait till you see it. Yeah, I'll wait till all six episodes drop, and then I'm going to watch it. Oh, so. come on. Oh, no, no, no. How does it feel? No, I'm going to tell you all about it. I'm going to spoil every episode for you every day off air. It's very much on brand. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Hell it is. We will <laughs> do some offspring right now, kicking things off here on the Morning After on the x Rocks With Nick and Big J. It was Pro Day yesterday at Boise State, Big J. 
Oh, cool, man. As Bronco players get ready to hopefully get drafted in the upcoming draft, which starts April 28th in the National Football League. And so there were a bunch of NFL scouts in attendance yesterday to see everybody put on their skills. Do you know who the bell of the ball was, Big J? No, who? No guesses? Well, I mean... Did Shakir have a pro day? Yeah, yeah. Khalil Shakir was there. Uh, that I mean, was he was what... at the draft, so it's kind of weird. Oh, what's that? Wasn't he, at the, wasn't he at the combine? Well, yeah, yeah. But Usually, no. What do you, you mean? The All the quarterbacks day. that were at the quarterback were, had pro days, too. Okay. Uh, it's a chance to I shine. I thought that you too. had that before the combine. Uh, no, 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 no. Okay. I mean, it's certainly something where people skip combines, do, and sometimes it happens uh, before, gotcha. but it's usually closer to the draft. You know, it's like anything, man. The closer you are to something, the, the easier it is to build your buzz going into it. Yeah. You don't want to be forgotten about when the draft is two months later. But uh, Shakir certainly has the best chance of being a top pick in the draft. He did some extensive workout routines, running routes, and then he added four inches to his vertical leap uh, from what he did at the combine. So that was a very good thing. But basically, it was a mini combine at Boise State. They benched 225 pounds as many times as they could. They did the vertical jump, the broad jump, the shuttle drill, the three-cone drill, and they ran the 40 as well. And so all the Broncos that were hoping to get drafted were there yesterday. But and many say it was Khalil Shakur that stood out, and that shouldn't surprise anybody. I would be... I see him going in the second round, I think. And I think he's going to be a stud wherever he goes, as long as he can get on the field. That's going to be the key. It's a lot like, uh, I mean, it's nice to see Cedric Wilson finally get some, you know, credit. Yeah. That was another guy that, that had injury problems early on. And I'm like, man, if he could just get on the field, he could show people what he could do. And then he did. Now he signed a huge contract in Miami. Well, he got injured in his first training camp. Exactly. I mean, almost right away. Yeah. Set him back. And he had some issues, but now he's making his money. And I think if uh, Khalil Shakur can get on the field, he is going to be fantastic. God, he looked good in green and gold, Big J. As, no. as a team owner, yeah, I'd would. really love us to draft. Good luck. What do you mean? That's not very nice. Sorry, man. We'll see where he goes. Uh, We have a little bit less than a month before the NFL draft is happening. Speaking of the NFL, Bruce Arians is no longer the coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. He is retiring. That was a surprise. Shocker. Not re. I guess it kind of is, but he, you know, he had missed some time last year because of health issues. He technically stepped down from the Arizona Cardinals a couple years ago because of health issues. Yes. And then came back and, of course, won a Super Bowl with Tampa Bay. But, you know, all this does is just kick off the rumor mill, Big J, because there were longtime rumors that there was a little bit of tension between Tom Brady and Bruce Arians. And it was not, I guess, a coincidence that the second that Tom Brady came back, Bruce Arians says, okay, I just won't be the coach anymore. Uh, he is kind of taking a, a little bit more professional job with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in their front office. Todd Bowles, their defensive coordinator the last couple of years, is taking over as the head coach. He signed a new five-year contract. So we'll see what happens. It was It's uh, been rumored that Tom Brady knew about Arians retiring either the day he announces on retirement or the day after. So he has been in the loop in this since the word go, and this is a decision that's been made for a couple weeks now. Yeah, I think uh, from what I've heard, that Arians didn't want to leave the covered bear for Todd Bowles when it came to the quarterback situation. He wanted to convince Brady to come out of retirement. Well, no, once Brady decided he was coming back, he's like, okay, it's going to be all right if I take a step down here. That's what I heard. Yeah, I'm sure. That's, That's one of the many things. Uh, don't know how the relationship is between, I'm guessing, Tom Brady and Tom Bowles probably didn't rub elbows very much as, you know, 
Todd wasn't responsible for that side of the ball and wasn't the head coach at the time. So I'm sure they get along just fine. And we'll see how the relationship goes from a coach-player perspective. HBO announced yesterday that the Game of Thrones prequel, The House of the Dragon, will premiere on Sunday, August 21st. Uh, Matt Smith and Emma Darcy star in the drama based on Fire and Blood from George R.R. R. Martin. The series, is, which is set about 200 years before Game of Thrones, will tell you the story of House Targaryen. And it's coming out in August, whether you like it or not. I'm a hard pass, but hopefully other people uh, do enjoy it. You won't even watch one episode? I'm not really into it, man. No, no. I won't really have any any interest in, in how it's this like meth for you. shakes out. Uh, yeah, not even once. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Metallica Unforgiven Part 2 Electric Boogaloo. Morning after with Nick and Big J. The story needs a little bit of a setup for the reason why I'm going to talk about a show that is so far gone. But uh, I have cut the cord from cable a long time ago, many, many years ago. And uh, one of the uh, cable channels I did not have access to was Comedy Central for a very long time, right? Yeah. It's just something that I that I didn't have and it didn't feel like I needed. And so I, I kind of have been separate from that particular show, even though there's a couple of shows on there that I wanted to watch. Well, I recently signed up for Paramount Plus because I, I really felt like I needed Jackass forever in my life. Oh, I could have shared that with And you. so I, I signed up for it. It's okay. And, uh, and, and I started paying for it. And that then gave me access to... Comedy Central shows. And so there's a couple that I'm going through that I, I have uh, vehemently enjoyed. And there is a show that is called Detroiters. Have you ever heard of it? No. So uh, a couple of comedians that are very funny that I like very much. Tim Robinson, who uh, my best friend and I, there's a show on Netflix, two seasons called I Think You Should Leave, that is crazy weird, but also I think the most quotable show that... And maybe has ever been on TV, and it's very, very funny and weird and out there, and I like it very much. And so I have been seeking out other things that Tim Robinson and Sam Richardson, uh, who are best friends and on that show together, have been on. Uh, Sam Richardson was in The Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. He was fantastic in that. Uh, and Werewolves Everywhere is a t- movie that's out there that he's fantastic in, too. And it's an old show that came out in 2017 and 2018, two seasons is all it is, on Comedy Central about a couple of best friends that own a uh, advertising agency in Detroit, and they make funny and weird local commercials and are trying to get bigger, but they're not very good. You know what I mean? Right. It just It's a very funny... Sounds very familiar. It's a, it's a very funny television show <laughs> that airs for two seasons and anyway it takes place in Detroit right so I'm watching it and I'm laughing it and I'm enjoying it and at there's an end of an uh, there's just kind of like an after credit scene after every episode and there's one where somebody insert just enters an elevator and they don't even really recognize them it's just they, they just somebody that enters the, the elevator and I'm like I know who that is I know that person and so I decide to hit them up on Instagram I haven't talked to them in forever but I wanted to know if it was them because I, I wasn't sure if it was. Okay. And so I, t- I send out the Instagram message and I'm like, hey, you haven't heard from me for a while. Hope everything is okay. I got to tell you, I know I'm late to the game, but I'm watching the Detroiters and I see somebody get on an elevator at the end of the show. Is that you? Because it looks sure like you're sexy ass. And I said, let me know. And it took him about a couple hours, but... Chad Nicefield of Wilson was nice enough to get back to me and go, oh my god, dude, nobody has recognized me from that show. I can't believe you picked me out of it. And yes, that's totally me. Oh, wow. And I was like, dude, that's hilarious. And he's like, yeah, I'm really good friends. And that's how the whole thing started. And he's of course, a Detroit guy, Detroit man. guy, and they're all Detroit people, and the show takes place in Detroit. 
And so I'm like, how are they, you know, and it kicked off the conversation. Anyway, Chad Nicefield says hello. Oh, yeah, we, thanks, man. We uh, keep in touch. I mean, uh, he he does post some things regularly and, you know, I'll shout at him and, you know, let him know that we miss him yeah. so much. Wilson, of course, no longer a band. Chad is doing, like, some uh, concert promotional things in and around the, the Detroit area. That's kind of where he has gone to his attention. But just a really nice guy, and he was like, that's hilarious, man, you know, because the show is, he probably filmed that in 2016. Yeah. So it's, it's you know, it's six years removed from anything he's done and he's like nobody has recognized because he wasn't credited because I looked at the credits before I did it I was like is is it even credited and it's not and it's not an IMDB so it was just like a I don't know if it was an extras thing or whatever we didn't really get into all the details but if you want an easter egg you can watch the Detroiters on Paramount Plus episode 7 of season 1 and you can watch Chad Nicefield look all sexy in a tight t-shirt walk into an elevator and uh, the point of the, the whole thing is uh, they 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 have their offices in this uh, this kind of really cool Detroit building downtown, and they start to get upset because other businesses start moving in, and Chad Nicefield is supposed to be like one of the other businesses that moving into their building, and they're like, oh my god, another guy kind of a thing. Yeah. And uh, and I'm like, that's that looks like Chad Nicefield from from Wilson. And sure enough, it was. Damn. So a nice little Easter egg that's not featured anywhere. I I picked him out of a lineup. I said it's good to know that my Wilson radar is still working. And I got a laugh out of Chad Nicefield. So he says uh, he wishes everybody in Boise a fantastic week, and he misses us very much. That's a once baller, always a baller. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, and oh, by the way, the other reference, the other weird thing that was referenced in that episode was uh, not Chad, but somebody in the show called somebody else a dump truck. And so I was like, oh, maybe that's whoa. where, or maybe that's a Michigan thing. I don't know. I Could don't be. Know. Uh, but I was like, that's the first reference of Doug calling somebody a dump truck ever. And Wilson has a song called Dump Truck. That's fantastic. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Uh, we'll get ourselves a nerd alert from Big J next on the X-Rock. The best in tech and gaming. Big J's Nerd Alert on 100.3. The X rocks. And big news this week out of Sony PlayStation. In June, they will have a new service. PlayStation Plus rebranding will broadly consolidate the original PlayStation Plus service and PlayStation Now, Sony's cloud gaming service. So they're essentially combining them. Uh, they will be uh, PlayStation Plus will be rebranded and split into three tiers. Nick, Essential, which will be $9.99. Uh, Extra, which which will be $12.99, or I'm sorry, $14.99. And then you have uh, Premium, which will be $17.99. Uh, basically, uh, what you've got here is... Um, Okay. Yeah, yeah, the PlayStation Plus, uh, such as multiplayer access, they'll have free monthly games, discounts, and cloud storage with Essential. The extra tier adds on to it up to 400 PS4 and PS5 games from both first and third parties. So it's not just the exclusive stuff there, it's a lot of other stuff. And with everything available to download, while the premium tier adds 340 more games on top of that, with P PlayStation 3 games via cloud streaming and a library of PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, and PS5. PSP games, as well as some cloud streaming for the PlayStation 2, PSP, and PS4 games. Plus, uh, time-limited game trials. Essential is essentially just your usual PlayStation Plus subscription, but the other more expensive tiers add additional incentives in both bringing the technology of Sony's lesser-used PS Now an inch closer to a Game Pass-like library of offerings. Depending on the offerings, the middle tier extra may be the closest thing to a Game Pass uh, that Xbox has on one-to-one, -one, but that's 
certainly wouldn't be uh, as uh, dependent on what games are included and how often new games are added and whether anything might come from third parties to the service on day one. Sony has not laid out any full plans in this regard. Now, so when it compares to the Xbox uh, Ultimate Pass, and that's the thing, is like uh, with, with the exclusive that Xbox has, uh, has uh, those are available day one for free when you have those subscriptions. Right now, that is not the case with Sony PlayStation. So yeah. the big tentpole games are like, oh, I get to play right now. Boom. Yeah. You, you, well, I, I, I saw this roll out, and I'm as somebody that subscribes both to currently to PlayStation Plus and PlayStation Now, I am a member of both. I, I instantly went, okay, I understand that you're combining the two, but how is this or is it any different if I'm already a subscriber for both those things? And I dug deep and I didn't really get any answers. So I don't know if this, if you are a PlayStation Now member, if this is going to look any different to you or if they're adding any particular games or, or what. But I mean, I'm fine with them combining it. I just want to know, okay, what happens to the two current things that I'm paying for come June? And then is it any different than what I'm currently getting? And if it's not, that's fine because I'm already paying for it. Yeah. But if it is, I'd love to know what those differences are because I can't tell from the way that you've laid it out. Uh, it seems to me it's, the difference is just uh, based on a whole bunch of other games available. Because PlayStation which, Now has tons of games. It yeah. really does. But all most of them are ones that I have zero to little interest in. And then ones that I do play on regular, I find it difficult because you cannot download every single one. You can only download a few. The others you have to stream, and that sometimes can be difficult. And then the other part of it is, you know, the turnover is fairly... Mm, slow, if yeah. that makes sense. To me, the, and the thing that makes the Xbox Gate Ultimate Game Pass so different is that not only does it include your console games, it also includes PC games. Uh, which is uh, which is a game changer because a lot of people who play on Xbox also play PC games. So uh, for me, it's great. I can go back and forth in between, and you know, it's all free. So it's it's a crazy thing. Uh, we'll see how that comes out in June. More on the pluses. Nick Rockstar has announced GTA Plus. Oh yay! Hurrah! A new subscription service for Grand Theft Auto Online. It will be available only for pay- players using PlayStation Five and the Xbox Series X S versions of the game, and will launch on March. 29th. GTA Plus will cost $5.99 per month and provide subscribers with a recurring monthly bank deposit of uh, GTA $500,000, ensuring players have plenty of cash to spend in the online open world, plus a wide range of member-only bonuses, including exclusive properties, vehicles upgrades, discounts, and cash uh, and uh, RP bonuses. Rockstar also mentions that there will be no uh, there will be the ability to unlock gameplay updates that may ha- you may have missed out on suggested uh, previously time-limited content, which uh, means that uh, stuff that had happened in the past, now uh, you'll get access to. For players who were just kind of starting out or, you know, kind of dipped their toe in the GTA Online world, uh, this is probably a good thing, but for players who are playing a while, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah, so. it's. Uh, but I mean, if you miss like the time stuff, that's kind of cool. Like if you miss the Dr. Dre thing that, can't, that happened a while back, yeah. that might be nice. The monthly uh, subscription thing. It's here to stay and it's not going away. Uh, one quick update, Nick. We talked about it last week and this is crazy. Uh, Epic Games uh, and, and Xbox are donati- donating uh, two weeks of Fortnite proceeds to support the humanitarian relief in Ukraine. Well, in just uh, a week's amount of time, uh, they have raised uh, $100 million. Crazy for a game that's free, huh? Uh, yeah. Well, that's that's what uh, when it comes to all these uh, aftermarket mm-hmm. things and the skins and all mm-hmm. that, that's how much money they're making. It's crazy. And so uh, $100 million uh, 
uh, is going to help uh, those uh, of, of the uh, charities. World Central Kitchen is the list of the companies also that will be getting a lot of the money to go help feed uh, those refugees. Well done to everybody who uh, will actually send money to a very good cause. I like it very much. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your nerd alert. Here's traffic. We're going to hell. Plus, we got your important stuff on the way. But first, it's TES Fiber Traffic Center time brought to you by the Idaho Lottery CB. It's normal freeway speeds on eastbound I-84 between Napa and Boise. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Everybody agrees spam phone calls and text messages are the worst. I mean, I'm probably an hour and a half away from my first spam call of the day. Yeah. Not me making it, me getting one here in the studio. Oh, congratulations. But apparently we still need to pay attention to them because some of them can be pretty important red flags. For instance, if you get a spam text message that comes from your own phone number, you should hit the panic button. That's according to Verizon. It says that they're getting a lot of reports of these particular texts where scammers are cloning customers' own phone numbers. And that makes it, one, uh, uh, way more difficult to actually avoid the text. And number two, a lot more concerning. And you should be right. Because you can't block your own number. And that's one way that you can block spam calls from coming in is make sure you block the number every time somebody calls. But the other course of action is uh, basically that means that at some point, some information of yours is compromised. Because that's how they got your number. Do you understand? Yeah. And that's a bad thing. So now just make sure you're not clicking on any of the links that come in and text messages that are spam related. Don't do it. And then delete those messages as soon as possible as well. You can also file a your number is being spotted complaint with the FCC. But Verizon, again, is working with the FCC along with other states because this is not working very well. So uh, if you want to make sure you're aware of this, if this happens to you, your actual phone number, it hasn't officially been hijacked, but... Uh, it's subjected to what's called technological impersonation, Big J, which sounds very complicated. Sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. Uh, you don't want it. Anyway, the point is, if you're getting text messages from your own number, you should probably start to put all your you know, financial information on lockdown. Watch out. That's not a good thing and not a good sign. So be aware. Shaheen Holloway was the bell of the ball when it came to the men's NCAA basketball tournament. That is because he was the head coach at St. Peter's. Of course, that is the first team in school history or first team ever to be a number 15 seed to make the Elite Eight. And now he is moving on to bigger and better things. He has accepted the job to be Seton Hall's new head basketball coach. Uh, that is because, well, that's his alma mater, Big J, dream gig, if you will. He's already the assist leader in school history, and so coming back to coach the team that he went to school in, pretty big deal for him. So now the Cinderella is got a little bit more expectations coming at him. You understand? Nice. Congratulations. And Norman Reedus is freaking out because it's the end of The Walking Dead, and he's trying to wrap his head around it. He posted an Instagram video and basically said that it was the final day of filming. And Norman, Norman Reedus said, quote, I, I really can't wrap my head around this. I'm going to be on the bathroom floor with a martini in tears. Reedus also took a moment to thank uh, the Greg Nicotero, who's been around the series since the very beginning, and said it's been a real joy. But yeah, that's it. It's a wrap on The Walking Dead. Now, keep in mind, there's like seven spinoffs still happening. <laughs> so it's not the end of The Walking dead verse, just the original Walking Dead. And Norman Reedus' role in it is wrapping up. So all things come to an end. I'm sure he'll be just fine. Here's traffic. Strange imaging there. What's that? 
Well, him on the floor crying with a martini. You don't think Norman Reedus is a, is a hoity-toity uh, emotional man? Yeah, I don't know. I just didn't, you know, I don't know if that fits in with the character. No, no. It should be a bottle of Jack or something. Right, and uh, and rolling around his own filth on the floor. That's yeah. a little bit more. Yeah, or with uh, with his brother's uh, hook hand. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they don't reference his brother anymore in that no. show. 100.3 The X Rocks. Chicago, Illinois is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story. Midway Airport specifically, you've heard of it. It's one of the bigger airports in the country. And there was a situation there yesterday, Big J. Whereas a gentleman that probably had too much to drink got himself arrested because he did what you're never supposed to do. And that is hop a wire fence at an airport and then run onto the tarmac. Not advisable, you guys. Yeah, no kidding. But that's not the only part of the story. It gets weirder than that. Police say the man scaled the 12-foot fence that had a barbed wire around it and everything. And then once he made it onto the tarmac, he started to strip naked, as you're prone to do, Big J. Yeah, when you get on a tarmac? Yeah, I mean, clothes that. have to come off. Any restrictions. And then he sees the private jet starting to take off from the tarmac, and he's like, I have to stop it. So he climbs on the wing, again, fully nude, on this private jet as it is kind of taxiing down the runway. The pilot was heard over the air traffic control scanner, quote, we have a guy stripping butt naked right now. Oh, he's right here in front of our jet, and he's trying to get in, and he's on the wing of the plane. So police had to rush to the area where they took the man down. Uh, they did say he appeared to be incredibly intoxicated. So he was arrested and then taken to the hospital for a mental evaluation because you can't be of normal sound mind and body and decide to climb a barbed wire fence, run out to the tarmac, strip yourself naked, and then jump on a plane hoping to, I guess, board a private jet. The good news is the plane was eventually able to take off with no new man on board, so it was victory all the way around. But, I mean, first of all, Climbing a fence at an airport, never a good idea. Also not as easy as it sounds. No, and then you you, you know, factor in barbed wire, that can that can't be fun. Naked. Yeah. Well, I mean oh, he, he wasn't, wasn't naked, naked until right. he scaled the fence. But like I know in your mind you're probably thinking like this guy was trying to stop the love of his life from taking off on a plane, it's like a movie. But no, he was probably just really hammered and decided to do something that was not a good idea and was under the influence and had some mental health issues. And hopefully he gets it all figured out. Bad choices were made. Yeah, yeah. Anything that involves, like, having to scale a barbed wire fence, you probably need to rethink your plan. Do you know what I mean? Like, there's a reason you're not supposed to be there. That's why the barbed wire's up. So if you've got to take that into account, like, how am I going to get around a barbed wire fence to do what I want to do? Odds are, whatever you want to do, not worth it. And most likely... escaping from prison or something. (laughs) Well, even still, that's, that's probably... I mean, we can honestly say that that's probably not a great idea, right? I mean, unless you're in the movie Escape Plan with Sylvester Stallone. Not a great idea. All right, you're right. It's not a great idea. Fine. (laughs) Morning After with Nick and Big J. Or Escape escape Plan 8. (laughs) I do like that your only good reason for climbing over a barbed wire fence is to escape from prison. Never mind why you're in prison. The first well, I don't day. want to be in prison. I mean, in your mind, are they are you wrongfully accused? Yes, okay. of course. Oh. I have to prove my innocence. <laughs> All right. All right. I just, you know, 
don't know if you're just Tango pro. and Cash. Come on. You mean escape plan. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. It is the X Rock. That is Nirvana, something in the way here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. I'm guessing, Big J, if you had to build a Mount Rushmore of your favorite film characters and uh, people that were in popular culture, I would say that probably John McClane would make that cut. Would you agree? McClane! Yes. Because uh, you are a huge diehard fan. There's a lot of people are, and Bruce Willis found himself in the news yesterday for a fairly sad reason. Uh, it was announced by his family via social media that he is stepping away from acting effective immediately uh, as he is dealing with a uh, condition called asphyxia, which is a very serious medical condition that affects a person's ability to speak, write, understand language. It is the condition that a lot of people get after they suffer a stroke. You know, when, they, when they're not able to communicate and talk afterwards and they have a difficulty understanding and communicating, that's something that happens. It also usually is related to some sort of tumor or head trauma. So there are, uh, you know, there has been some talk the last couple weeks that he had a health issue and they're thinking that's kind of something that happened. It's not something that slowly onsets. It's something that kind of happened suddenly, which is an awful kind of story. But, you know, it is nice to see his family, both past, including to me more, and present is currently wife rally together and kind of release a joint statement saying this is it for bruce willis he's taking away a step away from acting to make sure that he can live a live it up as they say in the statement so we wish him the best he has a very real and true connection to the state of idaho and has for a very long time played a couple of concerts here in the treasure valley when he was doing the musician thing so it's not a surprise that we kind of consider Bruce Willis and that whole family to kind of be native sons of Idaho, yes? Oh, absolutely, yeah. They yeah, are it's... residents, without a doubt. And so it is sad to see him uh, have to step away, but you understand why it's something. He's going through some health issues, and you just hopefully he's happy and comfortable for the rest of his days. Yeah, and, you know, he's, he's getting up there in age. I mean, I think, uh, I, you know, I've, I've been fearing this kind of situation for for a lot of those older action-type stars, you know, based uh, just on, on some of the things they've been through. I mean, look, with football players, you get CTE, um, and a lot of these guys have been through a lot of stuff, and you, you hate to see that somebody who, who has been as successful and and had their hand in, in so much uh, when it comes to entertainment uh, loses some of this, this cognitive ability and uh, just the rumors have been swirled around the last you know couple years about how uh, you know difficult it's been for him and in certain aspects of um, you know what the movies that he's been doing etc it's been hard to watch and uh, I, I feel for him and his family going through this because it's not an easy thing it is a a very rare type of dementia and I, I totally understand what that's like and uh, I wish him and his family the best and you know the on the uh, on the upside I mean we've got a lot of great movies to be able to enjoy Bruce Willis in and yes you know I, I would call him a native son even though they've been trying to sell off a lot of that property in uh, up in the Ketchum-Haley uh, area. But either way, he's been pretty good to the state of Idaho and, um, you know, good to a lot of fans. Agree, agree. And a lot of fans around here. So let's do it, Big J. If uh, this were Olympics and you had to go gold, silver, bronze, top three Bruce Willis movies slash performances, go. For me personally, I'm going to go number one is, is Die Hard. Agree. Um, uh, number two, I'm going to go Armageddon. Okay. Great, great. Harry Stamper is a great character. And number three, 
Blind Date. Look at you going comedy with Bruce Willis. Blind Date is hilarious. It's been a long time since I've seen that movie, and I, I remember certain parts of it, but uh, I cannot, I cannot, uh, you know, tell you that I remember a whole lot of it. I will go Die Hard in the gold medal position. I will go uh, Pulp Fiction in the silver position, and then give me Unbreakable, which is a movie that I absolutely love in the bronze position but uh there's so many really really great bruce willis movies that you can go and revisit and let's not forget moonlighting big j a wonderful television show as well. yeah moonlighting hudson hawk oh god I mean, I, it was so bad it's good i enjoyed hudson hawk as well it's a it's a movie that i enjoy watching because yes it, it's got some, it's it's not as bad as everybody remembers but it's also uh funny to watch from us so i can't believe you this was a good idea <laughs> kind of territory yeah. and so it is it is good Morning After with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, some important stuff. After with Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, uh, if this ain't America to a T, I don't know what is. Boy, do we love football, don't we, Big J? Hood, hood! NFL football, by far the most popular sport in the country of the United States. From a television rating standpoint, from a uh, audience that pays to see standpoint, from all that kind of stuff. But... It maybe shouldn't surprise us that while we love watching it, we do not want our children playing it. You understand? The amount of people that have uh, basically gone from letting their children play football has declined almost 45% in the last 20 years. That's according to Ohio State University. Uh, They did a 30-year study basically about, you know, okay, now that we know that concussions and CTE are a big part of football, are we letting our children play the sport? And the answer is sure in some parts of the country and sure to some extent, but the amount of people that are trying out for or allowing their children to play this particular sport, tackle football, has gone down dramatically. Uh, And basically you saw a rapid decline in the amount of youth tackle football that's out there and even the amount of people that are trying out for tackle football teams on their schools has declined rapidly as well. They're cutting less people basically is what it boils down to to high school football programs all over the country because less people are trying out for the teams because their parents don't want them to play or they don't want to play or whatever the case may be. The point is combination of all those football things, has become a less attractive sport for our children to want to play. And as somebody that played football growing up, as you did as well, both of us got hurt playing football, did we not? Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know the extent of the injuries that I uh, had playing football. No, me either. Me either. Because when I had my neck surgery in 2012, um, doctor had told me, he goes, you know, the my essentially one of my discs in my neck exploded. And he goes, there was pieces and shrapnel all over that were calcified that he had to go and dig out. And that meant, he goes, this is an, a very old injury. And I'm like, uh, the only thing I could think of was it was a football injury that I had to what I thought was my shoulder um, back when I was playing high school football. And I'm like, oh, man, I could have busted up my, my disc then and never known it until, you know, I started to get older. Yeah, exactly. My, I, I mean, my right knee still dislocates all the time because it's hanging by a ligament because of injuries I suffered. And listen, I had no glory. No, no, okay. me, my football team are terrible. <laughs> there was, there terrible. Was, there was no glory. There was no first team All-American. There was none of uh, <laughs> McDonald's player of the year. No. There was none of that for me. There was no ladies. No cheerleaders. Why did you do no it again? No varsity blues crap. <laughs> it sucked. What did I go through that for? 
Uh, it's a great question. And a I'll question, tell you why, because I love my teammates. There you go. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so there are a lot of factors as to why that is the case. But, uh, I listen, I certainly don't blame you if you don't want to play tackle football. I get it. I do. But that's going Go, to... Do what we did, imp- <laughs> ...impact the game uh, down the road and something that you probably need to pay attention to if you're a fan of the league. I think there's some uh, reasonable, like, uh, you know, now, now I think maybe not necessarily getting the kids involved when they're so younger because when I was, like, eight, seven or eight, I was playing tackle football. Yeah, I played right? with my friends, but I never played organized tackle football. Yeah, until... so I was I played optimist football, and uh, that was a great experience. But I'm like, maybe too young to be. Maybe we can wait a little bit later to throw on the pads. Maybe that would help. Those sort of things, I think, is maybe something that they're doing more research in as well. Yeah, well, I mean, listen, you know that there are brain injuries that go along with football. And I think the longer that, I mean, listen, even when we're in high school and we're teenagers, our brains are still forming. They haven't gotten to the point where they're going to get to yet. So there's still a a significant amount of serious damage that you could do if things go awry. And things will always go awry in sports. It just matters... You know, if you're doing things the right way or if you understand those risks, That's you want to take them That's the anyways. coaching and things that they've done, the Heads Up program, all those things uh, have done some really good things in helping to alleviate some of that. But I don't think that's a lot of that information is getting to uh, parents or young players. Right, right. And listen, again, if you're a parent and you say, listen, I don't want my child to suffer a traumatic brain injury, so I don't want that to be part of the the, the thing that they do growing up. That's an understandable decision as well. Um, I don't think there's any wrong or right here. I just think it's a fact of what's happening and the fact of how violent the sport is and can be still at times, whether you are taught the right form or the wrong form. Well, you don't want your kid growing up to be a gladiator? No, no, not really. Uh, thanks, though. I don't blame you. Uh, Bruce Arians announced yesterday that he is officially retiring once again. Uh, it's a move that kind of was expected by everybody in the organization, but comes as a surprise to those of us that watch the sport uh, that he is going to take a front office gig with the Buccaneers. So Todd Bowles, defensive coordinator, is stepping in and taking over as the new head coach. Uh, Arians, of course, led the team to a Super Bowl a couple years ago. Tom Brady's coming back. Brady was aware of this. So I, apparently uh, he's all on board with the changes that are being made. And we say happy retirement to Bruce Arians once again. And hey, congratulations. He got there, got a Super Bowl win as the head coach. A Formula One race will be held in Las Vegas in November of 2023. The drivers will race down the iconic Vegas Strip. It was announced yesterday that Vegas will join Austin and Miami as one of the host venues for the U.S. in the world of F1 racing, which has saw itself become incredibly popular over the last two years. Uh, It's certainly the biggest racing sport in the world, and it's finally starting to catch on here in the United States, probably thanks to the Netflix reality shows that are revolving around it and are also very popular on the platform. The date for the race is yet to be announced, but uh, these cars go very, very fast, and to see them on the strip is going to be a pretty cool thing. So if you're into that kind of thing, maybe plan a November trip of next year to Vegas to check out F1 Racing in person. Can I give you some breaking uh, rock news, Big J? Please. Guess who's reuniting? Guess what rock band who uh, moved on from their lead singer is bringing them back into the fold, Big J? For one engagement only? Correct. I'm going to go with saliva. That's right. Josie Scott. Not that breaking, Nick. I saw it yesterday. It is returning. Loser. Well, it's returning to happen, and they're finally getting back together. Now, here, is- that one show is happening here. The Blue Rock Red, the Blue no, Red Rock Festival. No, I'm just kidding. Festival. It was because, you know, we... He didn't want to play here that one time. That's correct. Alton, Virginia is where it's actually happening. Uh, And apparently it's going down for a one-off only 
the band had talked reuniting with Josie Scott on a more permanent basis uh, early or later part of last year, right around Christmas time, but that fell through. Not sure why the, the one-off decided to happen, but the band has moved on from Josie as a band. They've recorded four albums with the new lead singer. Josie Scott has turned his attention towards the Christian music scene, which is where he makes his living now, but apparently they're getting together for one last banger. And you can finally hear the reunited version of Saliva if you want to travel to Virginia. But yes, uh, Josie Scott himself still technically uh, not on our uh, loved list. Agree or disagree, Big J? Uh, yeah. Or have you moved on to Forgive and Forget in a very More Christian like forget. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> That's fair. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. Pop Culture Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. And here's your chance to pick up some tickets to that big arena show Saturday at Extra Mile Arena. Shine Down, Pretty Reckless, and Diamante. Uh, these are first level seats. Not bad. You just gotta beat me. Pop Culture Smackdown. 208-287-1003. That'd be our phone number if you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown and try to defeat Big J. You may need all your powers today, or it could be easy. I'm not sure how today's going to go. We'll give it the old co- college try and see what happens. Hello, The X. Hello. Good morning, man. What's your name? Uh, Will. Will, you're up first. Uh, Will, what celebrity has been the host of American Idol on the TV since the very beginning of the show? Uh, Simon Cowell. Simon Cowell is wrong. A judge, not a host, and I think he took some time off. Yeah, I don't think he's there anymore. Hello, the X. Hi, how's it going? Good, good. We need to know what celebrity has been the host of American Idol since the very beginning of the show on TV. Um. Oh shoot. I don't know. Oh no. Wrong. This is great though. Why? Because he shouldn't be known. Should Hello be remembered. The- Hello. Hello, the ex. Hello. We need to know what celebrity has been the host of American Idol since the very beginning of the show. Oh, Simon Cowell. Wrong. No. Not a judge. A host. Whoa. Yeah, you're angry about it, Big J. It's weird. Hello, the ex. <laughs> Hello. Hey, uh, which of the follow? Which celebrity has been the host of American Idol since the beginning of the show? Ryan Seacrest. There you go. Right. Wow. Good job. You're taking on Big J. Big J, what state had the first Walmart and still finds itself the home of its corporate headquarters? Oh. Um. I'm going to go with Arkansas. That is correct. Right. Good job. Uh, what's your name, sir? Jaden. Jaden, speaking of Walmart, what Wal- what artist did Walmart play on a loop in all of their stores when they first went nationwide, generating loud criticism enough that they changed it? Was it with Justin Bieber, Madonna, or Celine Dion? When you walked into Walmart, you constantly heard this when they first went nationwide. Celine Dion. That is absolutely correct. Right. Big J, according to Walmart, what is their biggest selling item? The item they sell the most of in their world, in their nation's largest chain of stores. Um, I'm gonna go now or or, or all over all time. time. It's gotta be toilet paper. Toilet paper. Wrong. It's in the top three. Because my other guess would have been leggings. Uh, leg. It's interesting that you didn't go the route that it actually finds itself in. What if I told you it was a food item? I mean, that could be numerous things. <laughs> That's, I mean, yes, that is I, I, I have no idea. What if I told you you'd find it in the produce aisle? 
Avocados? Wrong. Bananas? There you go. Right. Bananas, Get out of here. According to Walmart, That's is weird, their man. biggest selling item and the item that they've sold the most of all time. You know what that is? Bananas. Correct. Good job, my man, Jaden. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those Shine Down Pretty Reckless and Diamante tickets. It's the morning after with Nick and Big J. Your headlines are next on the X Rocks. Right. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Headlines brought to you by the Barter House. Guess what? Live broadcast tomorrow from 1 to 3. Jason Drew going to be broadcasting live for the grand opening of the Barter House. Address 1516 Grove Street in Boise. It is a brand new place for you to go if you want to check out some previously owned vintage, antique, and brand new out-of-the-box treasures, too. Auto parts, if you like vintage ones, they have a great selection there, and they've got a vault inside there, which is kind of cool. A bin shopping experience where if it's in the bin, you pay whatever price is on the outside. So if you're looking for overstocked or open box goods at ridiculously low prices, check it out for yourself. they got some great giveaways beginning at 11 o'clock tomorrow for their grand opening, but the X and Jason Drew out there tomorrow from 1 to 3. Barter House, 1516 West Grove in Boise. Go check it out. Headlines are as follows. Paging Dr. Greenthumb. That's no moon, and congrats, Big J. Paging Dr. Green Thumb. Some hotels are pet friendly, and then there's this. A Kentucky hotel is letting people bring along their houseplants, Big J. Wait, what? Yeah, it's called Visit Lex. The Convention and Visitors Bureau of Lexington has teamed up with Elwood's Hotel and Suites to offer a very special set of amenities for guests traveling with their houseplants, as you're prone to do, dude. And they call themselves the world's first plant-friendly hotel experience. It begins on April 8th, and if you offer the Gardener's Premier Corner Room Package, you have one of the six king-size suites that's especially chosen for their ambiance and natural light, and is perfect for anybody that happens to be on the road with their houseplant friends. And a chance for you to put your houseplant in the sun right next to you on the bed where it belongs, dude. Damn. How about that? Do you know anybody that travels with houseplants? Uh, no. No, I don't know any. I would think that that would be, I wouldn't think that they were well if they traveled the houseplant. You know what I mean? I'd be like, oh, so they need some sort of weird thing is going on there where they desire houseplants and have to happen around them at all times. But I guess there's enough of you out there that do it that they feel like there needs to be a special hotel for you, so you win. Sounds like something Rosewood from Beverly Hills Cop would be interested in. That's no moon or congrats, Big J. That's no moon. This is quite the mistake to make. A woman was driving in Mexico when the car in front of her hit an animal and then drove off without stopping to check on it. Bad form. So Andrea Alfie wanted to help, and she stopped to investigate. So she thought the animal that was hit was a stray dog, took it to the vet, and the vet informed her that, listen, this is not a dog. This is actually a wild coyote. And uh, it was very angry, of course. Wiley the Coyote? No, it wasn't Wiley Coyote. It was a wild coyote. Uh, The coyote would let himself get treated, but then that was about it. Uh, But she was very upset to find out that it's not like they could take the animal home, you know? You have to kind of let the wild coyote do wild coyote things once it's healed up. So due to medical attention, the animal was then released, but not a good... I mean, listen... Points for being a good Samaritan. Not knowing, picking it up, helping that dog, or what you thought was a dog, get some help. But I'm not sure. I guess I'm trying to think if I've seen a coyote in the wild. If I guess I would know the difference. I don't know. Right, especially, you know, in some areas, uh, like where they're prevalent in, in with a lot of people, like in Los Angeles area. Yeah, and this is in rural Mexico, so I don't know how the area is. But So you'd think, yeah, that could be uh, somebody's weird dog. Wrap it up with congrats, Big J. 
Uh, and uh, married men, Big J, are generally healthier, happier, and live longer than single men. How yeah. does it feel? I feel great. How are you feeling? <laughs> Not great. Uh, but I do have an open wound in my stomach. Single women are healthier and live longer than married women, however. Uh, it is true that women do initiate two-thirds of marriages, but they also initiate two-thirds of divorce divorces. The one-way marriage may serve women more than men is financial. Men generally do better financially after a divorce than women, which is one of the major reasons women give for staying in a bad marriage, which sounds like more like men are keeping women trapped in marriage than any other way around. But I guess, congratulations, Big J. Do you feel like you're healthier, happier, and uh, you live longer than single men? Uh, it depends on what kind of shape the single men are in. Gotcha. Understood. Now, do they well, have diabetes? Let's say no. Do they have heart disease? No. Well, I don't know if any of that has to do much with happiness. Do you feel like you're pretty happy? Oh, I'm much happier than most single men. Okay, good. Then at least you'll take one out of the three. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There are your headlines. You're up to date on all the things. Re-entry here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. And sometimes you just got to call people on their BS, no matter what kind of music it is. And we are about to do that, Big J. Keeping it real, right? Yeah. And, uh, you know, very popular artist. Been here and I think sold out Extra Mile Arena, uh, Eric Church. Uh, he's got some fans upset. And, and rightfully so, because he's being an idiot. Uh, he is supposed to be uh, playing a show on Saturday in San Antonio in Texas. Well, guess what? The NCAA Men's Basketball Tournament's Final Four game is happening, and especially a big game, the Duke and North Carolina. And he's a huge North Carolina fan and uh, said those two schools, quote, match up in the Final Four for the first time in history of the NCAA Tournament in any sports enthusiastic dream. So, uh, yeah, he's done the most selfish thing I could ever ask fans to do. Give up your Saturday night plans with us so I can have this moment with my family and sports community. Boom. Yeah, so he's canceling the show. Sold out show, by the way. It is sold out. Probably postponing it, really, when you get down to it, uh, to go to the NCAAs. And listen, I'm a sports fan. I understand this once-in-a-lifetime kind of thing. But again, you're, you're a North Carolina basketball fan, okay? Let's say that that's your number one. They've been here before. They've won a championship in the last decade. You know what it's like to have and be a part of that kind of stuff. I realize it's a big matchup, but also like, hey, man, then don't schedule concerts around that kind of stuff. You know the deal. Well, uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, don't schedule your concerts around the uh, the, the big Final Four matchup. Right. If you right? care that much, know that. Because it's not just so much, uh, oh, hey, you know, for the pe when you think about it, a concert, for example, uh, no matter where you're at, you know, yeah, there's pain for the tickets and, you know, you have this all selected and you're going to go to that show. Great. But when you cancel, here's the thing. People from all of the region around you might be coming to that show. Hotels plane tickets, those sort of things. I've done that before for a show. Uh, bought tickets, bought plane tickets, had a hotel. It's an expensive enterprise. I enjoy doing it. It's a lot of fun to go to a show that way. But when they cancel, it's it sucks and uh, it screws up all your plans. Just example, I, the wife and I were planning to go to Salt Lake City to see a show, uh, the band Don Broco uh, going uh, on tour. And uh, that show got postponed. And I'm like, ah, crap, you know. We had a hotel set up. We had everything. We're still going to go because we're going to go visit my niece and my sister live there. We can still do those things. 
but that sucks. But that's because they're having issues internationally getting here. It's not because they want to go to a freaking basketball game. Yeah, there's a difference between canceling because of illness or uh, bands not able to get from one point A to point B because of travel issues or whatever than just like, hey, listen, I'd, I'd rather be somewhere else than what I have scheduled for that night. So therefore, I'm not going to do what I said I'm going to do. Now, that being said, I do believe there's a way he still comes out on top in this situation, and that is if he does, in fact, postpone it. But let me say this. Make that a free show. That's how you That's how you figure that out. Sorry I inconvenienced, inconvenienced you people of San Antonio for my selfish reasons. I now will give you your money back, and I will play the show that I was going yeah. to play for free at a different date. Then maybe you can say all good. But in the meantime, I just think he comes off looking like an a-hole. Yeah, and you know we're not ripping on him because he's a uh, you know country star. No, it'd be anybody. It would be any band. I, I, in fact, I was talking to Nick about this. I'm like, if Metallica did this, I would be so pissed. It would be hard to be a huge Metallica fan after that. Right. It right. would just. I wouldn't sit right with me because it's not right. It would affect my respect for the band absolutely. Even if it wasn't in my backyard, if it was, I've got a sold out show on a part of a nationwide tour. But I'd rather be somewhere else than play for you on that pre-announced tour. That does not sit well with me. And that's why we were joking earlier. That's why we took such a hard lean on uh, on Saliva yes. and, and Josie Scott because a very similar situation occurred, not without the basketball part. but No. But they, they had a, a sold-out show scheduled here in the Treasure Valley, and they didn't want to come play. Yeah, and they so, just decided they'd rather go home early than than actually jump on a bus and play the show that they were to scheduled. To be fair, to play. Josie decided that. Correct. And so we decided that that saliva doesn't belong on this radio station anymore. If you would, don't want to be here and play for people that want to pay to see you, and no other good reason is given other than you don't want to be here anymore, then you, we don't want you to be part of us. And you know what? Be gone. Yeah. Go on, get from our memories. <laughs> But, uh, again, it's not like we're going to ban Eric Church from this radio station, although what a stance that would be, Big J. Do you feel like it? I'll tweet it out. <laughs> Dare me. We, we are banning Eric Church. Uh, I'll tell you what. Last time I checked, though, Eric Church and Metallica's management, the same. Oh, so you got to be careful? You don't want to yeah, step on any yeah. toes? I mean, you know, this conversation might not make it even into the podcast. Morning After with Nick and Big J. You need a Snyder Cut of this show later on. We got ourselves a little bit of bad impressions next on the extra. When it- <laughs> So far, I'm not impressed. Morning After with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. Yeah, and Bad Impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru Easy In, Easy Out location next to Idaho Center Exit off the freeway. And we've got first level seats to shine down. Pretty reckless Diamante. It's all happening Saturday, just a few days away at the Extra Mile Arena. Tickets, by the way, still available for the show. Maybe not as good as these seats, which you will win if you figure out Bad Impressions this morning. Phone number is 208-287-1003. Bad Impressions works this way. We give you three clues. Figure out who the celebrity is based on those three clues, and boom, you are going to a Shinedown show. Maybe that'll make you feel better about things. Let's go to the phones. Hello, The X. How's it going? Good morning, man. What's your name? Aaron. All right, Aaron, you're up first. I've started movies like Train Spotting, a, lo- uh, a Life Less Ordinary, and The Island. Yeah, next. Yeah, I didn't think that would get you. Deep cuts. Landing the role of Obi-Wan Kenobi was one of the greatest moments of my life. I don't know that dude's name. How about the next one? This isn't going to help you. I got to be Christopher (laughs) Robin. Uh, That's what you go with? 
Well, really, the I, second I, clue should tell you who it is. Yeah, I can. I mean, I can see his face, but all right, thanks, guys. Thanks, man. Tough work here this morning, man. Yeah, I guess so. Hello, the X. Hey, good morning. Good morning, man. Did you hear the clues, or do you need him again? I heard him. And the answer is Ewan McGregor. Ewan, Ewan, Ian, you what? Ewan. That is correct. Hang on one second. We'll hook you up with those shine down passes. Why is Ewan McGregor in the news? Uh, today is uh, his birthday. Happy birthday, Ewan. Yeah. Yeah, well, do you think Ewan? Ewan. Ewan. That's Ewan. Uh, I'll say 50. 51. You're really right. close, man. Right. 51 years old and uh, still in the prime of his career with uh, Obi-Wan, the Star Wars uh, show coming out here in uh, May. We did it with Bruce Willis. Let's go. Best Obi. All right, best Obi-Wan can Obi-Wan. Best Ewan McGregor movie. Um, Boy, man. I'm going to go... Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, uh, Train Spotting, probably. Yeah, Train Spotting is a fantastic yeah. movie. It is a lot of fun. The sequel, not so much. I thought I, I did like him in The Island. I thought he was great. I did like that movie quite a bit. You did? Yeah. Why yeah. wouldn't you? Uh, yeah, well, I, I can't enjoy The Island just because uh, of my history with the movie. It's a whole convoluted thing that's not worth telling on the radio. But let's just say The Island is a ripoff of a really bad 70s movie that was once on Mystery Science Theater 2000. So now that's all I think about <laughs> when I see The Island. Uh, it also has a very hot uh, Scarlett Johansson. Sure. But, uh, whatever. Dr. Sleep, though, Dr. is, Sleep. is close second. That yeah. was a great movie. He it did fantastic movie. in it. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. Morning After with Nick and Big J. That's going to do it for today's Thursday show. Thank you for hanging out with us. we got a nerd alert courtesy of Big J. Told you about uh, keep an eye on Chad Knight and Nicefield popping up in the TV show Detroiters. That was a nice surprise, and he says hello to all of you. We also had a chance to talk about Bruce Willis. We took Eric Church to task, Big J, and we even yeah, gave away him to church. some shinedown tickets, which we'll continue tomorrow. Your last chance to win them here on the show. A reminder that if you were looking for a vehicle, it's very easy to get your auto loan pre-approved with Team Mazda's iPreCheck. Click the big blue button at GoTeamMazda.com for more information. Leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, I got nothing. Oh, I know. Rare, right? Uh, next Take set that. of X-Rock brought to you by... Well, you don't have anything B- to say about that? No, no, you get mad when I tell you about that stuff, so we'll just move on. If you don't have anything, you don't have Listen anything. Listen here. What? I'm just kidding. For tank and tankless water heaters, clogged drains, leaky faucets, and toilets that won't flush, stop freaking and call Beacon. Beacon Plumbing, Heating, and Mechanical, your trusted plumbing source online at beaconplumbing.com. Jason Drew's up next. See you tomorrow. It's the X-Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.